My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. take what I want in return. Everyone will see. The world needs you. You know what you need to do. Nothing good is born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our long-awaited review for... Wonder Woman 1984. Very excited to talk about this one. Before we get into our review, I am joined by some special guests. I am joined from the Box Office Meetdown show. I have Larry. Larry, how are you? I am doing all right. And from Cinemany Nightmares, we have Tyler. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, very nice to hear from you. And lastly, we have from Candid Cinema and Cinemany World Team, we have Amanda. Amanda, how are you? I'm doing great. Oh, man. All right, guys. So... Today we are talking about Wonder Woman 1984, and if you don't know already, this movie is, went, has, has been through the ringer as far as pandemic, delays, stuff happening, controversy all around it. Um, if you don't know what it's about, um, it is about uh, Wonder Woman and her next big screen adventure who finds herself facing two new foes in Max Lord and the Cheetah played by Kristen Wiig, uh, written and directed by Patty Jenkins once again, uh, I guess I guess there's some writing writing creds from uh, Jeff Johns, but mm-hmm. uh, stars yeah. Gal Gadot, uh, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, aka Mando, um, and uh, yeah. So movie was set to come out in October, but pandemic stuff uh, still happened, and it is now set to be released this Friday in uh, theaters and on HBO Max. And we got to see it early, thanks to Warner Brothers. Really appreciate it. Now I must obliterate your movie because I have some things to say. Yay, our our (laughs) final time getting one. (laughs) Now, before I give my long thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984, I will 
look to my colleagues, get their thoughts on the movie. Listen, I'll start with the most positive one. <laughs> I'll start with Larry. Let's get your <laughs> thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984. I had a really good time oh, with Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I I love like this is what I want from either a Superman or a Wonder Woman movie. It is really hopeful, it is really positive, and she is a beacon of inspiration as a character and as a person. And I love that. And I really enjoy how Patty Jenkins brings out kind of like this inspiration for humanity aspect to uh, Diana Prince as a character. And I thought that's, once again, much like in the first film, I think that that grounded in humanity's positive is what keeps the third act together. Um, I think that Pedro Pascal is amazing in this movie. Oh, he kills it. I thought all of our actors did well, including, oh. including Gal Gadot. I know that is not going to be a <laughs> popular opinion, but I thought she was good as well. Uh, Kristen was too, although she was a little bit, I think she got a little bit hampered by the, the script and her time on camera. Um, I thought the action was fun as well. Um, CGR, but the action itself, I thought, had some some moments. So overall, I I left with a smile on my face. I thought that end credit or mid credit scene was wonderful, and it just confirmed, even watched it. It confirmed <laughs> what happened. What I knew the cameo because as soon as I saw those eyes in the cameo, I was like, ah, I'm pretty sure. And then the mid credit just confirmed it. So I left with a smile on my face. I thought it did what it set out to do well, and I had a good time. <laughs> All right, Larry. I respect your decision. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, what about you? What do you think? Uh, I guess I could also echo some of the at least some of the positives that Larry had. I do think that Patty Jenkins does have a very great grasp on one woman as a character, as like a beacon of hope and just the compassion, the heart. I mean, that stuff. I think she absolutely na- nails down when it comes to Wonder Woman as a character and in her stories where she, you know, Patty Jenkins is a part of it. Uh, the movie as a whole, it, it's it's hard because there's things I do like about it, but I mean, there's also a fair amount of negatives I could throw out there as well. It's like a it's an uneven experience, at least in my eyes, because there's parts I really like. I think Gal Gadot and Chris Pine are amazing. They still have great chemistry. I mean, the, the shoehorning him and Steve Trevor into the story was a bit odd, I will admit. But I think Gal Gadot is slowly getting better at be- being Wonder Woman. I mean, she's had many attempts at this point to get the character down. And I think she's growing into that role really well. The action set pieces that we do get, I mean, there's not too many of them. I think you kind of get b- bits and pieces of all of the major ones in the trailers. I mean, we've had so many trailers over the years at this point. But mm-hmm. they're all still over the fun, uh, over the top fun spectacle. Uh, the score from Hans Zimmer is phenomenal. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, it is definitely a movie that could uh, have been tweaked a little bit. I feel like it was a little bit over-bloated. Uh, I mean, it was it's two and a half hours. I feel like it definitely could have been shortened. Kristen Wiig, I, I mean, I've never been like a big Kristen Wiig fan, but I think that what she's given is serviceable. Pedro Pascal is phenomenal as a villain. Oh. I mean, he, he really hams it up. I mean, that's the thing. If you like campy over the top villains, he's like right on the borderline of being like too much at certain gonna, points uh, in the movie. I'm sorry to cut you <laughs> off. I, mean, I just know I'm going to fucking argue with Hannah for a year about this damn villain. I just know I am. But go ahead. You argue with everyone, Dwayne. Uh, but but I mean, other than those, other than those points, I mean, I think it's a solid follow up. It's not. 
it's not certainly better than the original Wonder Woman film. And it's one of those things also as well as you kind of have like at least a general idea of where it's going to end up by the end just because it is a prequel. But mm. it's it's solid. Like I don't I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it enough at least on my first uh, my first viewing of it. All right, and Manda, what did you think? <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Listen, I absolutely adored the first movie. I loved it so much. It brought me to tears. It was beautiful, and exactly what um, Tyler and Larry said. Um, Jenkins knows how to bring a sense of humanity to um to wonder woman in the film itself um and gal gadot is just like the embodiment of purity as diana prince and i think that's something that we needed right now um and that's the biggest takeaway from wonder woman 1984 is that like it was wholesome at the beginning like the first two acts um you just wanted to see her in action and you want and the connection with her and you know Steve Trevor like her chemistry with freaking Chris Pine is like mm-hmm. like off yeah. the scale like they're just amazing together so um i think the takeaway from this is the message of the film um and that's all i can really say about <laughs> it being good <laughs> to be honest um it kind of fall, loses its footing in the middle yes. it does it loses its footing i kind of got confused and to be honest there's like parts in films where i kind of check out and then once i check out there's no way i can get back into the film you can try so hard but like this is what happened in the middle of it kind of when um the story unfolds with like Barbara. That's not a spoiler, really. But anyways, but anyways, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, but like um, everything unfolds with Barbara, and then like Max is at his peak, and Pedro Pascal, like we said, is absolutely phenomenal, and he really does steal the spotlight from everyone. Like he just overshadows the entire cast. He really does. Like if you really look at his performance, and then you look at like gals, and you look at like pine and then you look at Kristen. it's like they weren't at the same like level as him and i know that he has to be like a maniacal villain like i'm not dumb <laughs> like obviously <laughs> and he has to be over the top but it's just the fact that it wasn't no one was at his level at all in performance wise mm-hmm. um and he's the only thing that i'm gonna really remember from 1984 which is weird because like i literally just watched it and i don't really remember what happened and i paid attention and and like i think that that's the thing that's bothering me the most is that i don't like i don't care to rewatch it because i'm not saying oh there was that one scene that was so amazing or like this was so good it's like it was just for pedro right Mm -hmm. so it's a great point that's exactly how i feel yeah i wanted i wanted to rewatch the movie like so many times because I'm like, okay, we got the we got this the virtual screening today, Christmas, throw it up on 4K, Saturday, why the hell not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ain't happening. It's just not happening <laughs> for me. Um, did you have any other words, Amanda? Because I, I, I like I'm I'm gonna rail this movie. I don't know what y'all are doing, but like I this. Did you have any more to say about Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, the as one thing. As- sorry, the one thing that I have to say is that it felt really repetitive. Yeah. Um. Like I watched, like watching the first one and no, like loving like Steve and Diana's interactions and everything. And then watching how um, they interact in, in this one, 
I can't even talk about it. Um, you know, like it's just, they're so beautiful together and, um, it just felt really repetitive, like, every, like them getting together and then like, felt like they kind of fell in love with each other again. And I think that's what really hurt the most was that it was just so freaking like repetitive with how they meet kind mm -hmm. of, and like their interactions was repetitive. And I think the third act was like kind of just thrown together to tie up all the loose ends as well. Especially oh. with Cheetah. Like it was just, right, let's right. throw her in there. Let's fight, blah, 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 whatever. Let's get the armor that we kind of like alluded to at the beginning. And like, also, sorry. Um, <laughs> every single fight scene that we saw, they were all in the trailers. Yeah, all of them. All the good, like, really yeah, like literally like every, I counted. I'm like, we technically, technically got three full trailers and every yeah. single good scene that was in a two and a half hour movie was all in the trailers. So how do you do that? That's all uh, I have to say. <laughs> Speaking of two hours, two and a half hours, I, this movie was way too long. I I, I don't think this that, movie did not need to be no two and a half hours at all. I think you saved those for the Civil Wars, the, the big team up stuff, a Justice League or yeah. something like that, you know, not for like the solo films, at least for at least if they don't if, you don't, if they don't need to be that long, they don't need to be that long. All right, here. All right, everyone. My thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984. I want to preface this by saying that I love the first one. And I know it's a thing where, oh my God, they're comparing the first, comparing it to the first one a lot, blah, 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 but it is a sequel. So like I must. And I, I thought this movie was not good. I, I, I think I said in a tweet that it's the worst DCEU film since Justice League that we just don't really kind of talk about anymore because it doesn't exist. But it's at least my least favorite DCEU film since that movie and what I've experienced from that movie. Like, this movie was like a mess for me. Like, I don't know what was happening. It starts and I like it. And then we jump to like present time. And there's a vibe that I'm like, what is, what is this? It felt like a very slapstick kind of. I know it was 1984, but it felt very like 2001 cheese campy people are falling over and it's supposed to be a funny and I'm just not laughing and <laughs> stuff is going on. Gal is here as Wonder Woman. She looks great. She's great. She's awesome. But then she just does stuff for like 45 minutes. Kristen Wiggs here for reasons. She literally, she's literally the black Manta of this movie. They're just, just there. <laughs> For whatever, like whatever reason, I had no idea. Pedro Pascal, listen, everyone's gonna praise this freaking role or whatever. I, I'm not there just because, like, Pedro, why, why, what, what, what's going on? Just what happened? I literally tweeted that halfway into the movie because Alex saw this movie last week and he said, "Hey, after an hour and a half, it gets better." And I said, "An hour and a half, yeah." It it but doesn't that's what I said. I'm, I'm I'm like two hours in. I'm like, dude, what is going on? Like, what happened to? It's such a dis, like departure from the first movie that is so grounded. It's so focused. It's so it just makes sense. This one, like, it's like total sequelitis where just shit is happening, stuff is exploding. There's a riot at the end. I'm sorry for spoilers, but what is? I, I I'm just I was just so confused. I thought the action sequences were so terrible and i'm sorry like 
I came yeah. out of the first movie. The thing that everyone was talking about coming out of the first movie, everyone bitched about the third act. Whatever, fine. Everyone loved like the trench scene. There's not one. There's not like one kind of scene like not even close to that scene at all. Yeah, I agree. With um, this, this, I just was, I was, I, I was just really shocked. I, 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 I disagree I just with that. I low key disagree with that. Which scene I, was it? The highway? Because I thought that was trash. I'm no, just no, like, no, uh, that was trash. That was like completely trash. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think I don't. I had this is. I don't know if it's a spoiler. If I uh, see it, uh, what is it? No. Oh, anyways, I'm like there is. I'm just gonna say there is one that kind of had the same essence. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, I think I know which, like, which one you're talking about. If you get about. what I'm saying, because it was really heartfelt the moment that that specific thing happened. If you guys get my drift. I, anyways, I you, yeah. Okay, I think that kind of emulated it, but it's not on the same level as like I was sobbing when mm-hmm. the No Man's Land scene came and I was like sobbing. So, yeah, she's great. And I, yeah, I just yeah. didn't feel anything like that. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. that's the scene where I was like, like they okay here's my thoughts right because one of the big issues that people had when they casted uh gal gadot in this movie was that oh my god why did zach cast a non like actress she's like she's she's been in the fast and furious movies why didn't they why didn't they get like an actual you know actress to play wonder woman and then she just blew everyone's head off in bbs and then she blew everyone's head off in wonder woman Mm -hmm. i thought they exposed her so bad in this movie. And I thought I, I, I Larry said she was good. I, I didn't see it. Cause I thought there were so many scenes where she's trying. And I'm like, why did you ask her? Why, why did you ask her for this kind of scene where, you know, she's just, you're not going to get, uh, uh, you're not going to get a Scarlett Johansson in like a, in like a, like a black widow scene, like, like, you know, like a really heartfelt scene from her, at least for me. Cause I thought there was so many times where, people are just acting circles around her like pedro chris pine kristen wig and i i i was like i just i don't know the cgi was terrible there's like so many times <laughs> where gal is flying but there's like a camera on her body and she's flailing and i'm like what is this is a 2020 <laughs> movie Actually, it reminded me of a Supergirl, to be honest. Is this? Is, is, yeah, is, 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 I agree with that. Actually, show. I felt like I was watching a two thousand a movie straight out of two thousand one. I don't know what happened here, and that's what I tweeted halfway into the movie. Like, what happened? Like, yeah. I don't know. I I literally because I watched with my mother, and I said, "This is like." They, this is like if it's the you know how we get those sequels that the director just does, has has doesn't want anything to do with the sequel and like the writer doesn't want anything to do with the sequel because they want they made the first one okay let's use an example Sinister Two terrible right so mm-hmm. nobody who was a part of Sinister One was a part of Sinister Two besides Blumhouse right that's what I that's what it felt like I'm not, it's not as bad as Sinister Two but it felt like this was a whole new director this was a whole new writer stuff is happening we want to add more funny stuff to be like the other guys and and i thought it was funny but like bad funny and i just didn't connect with any with anything regarding the movie at all and i was so shocked by like an hour and 45 minutes and i was like dude why am i not i don't like this and mm-hmm. I, I don't know why i mean i do know why it's not good but i just I'm, i just don't know how we got here because i was like one of the people who was so excited to see the movie when the trailers were coming out i didn't i don't think i i watched the dc fandom trailer once because i was like i don't know what else you're gonna show 
from the movie but like i was so excited for the film when they showed it last year because i thought i thought the colors and everything looked so vibrant but uh tyler was right chris pine was very shoehorned here he's just there just to be here their their chemistry is great they really do have amazing chemistry it carried off from the first movie but that's about it like and i and as far as things that i liked i don't know because I just I, I didn't like it. <laughs> the Chris Pine, it's, it's, it's the Chris Pine stuff. Like the way he's shoehorned into the film is one of those angles in the film where they kind of go off the deep end with the nonsensical kind of angles. Because there's some, there is some stuff in the film that is a bit nonsensical, especially if it's supposed to be in the same timeline as all the other movies. Since this is a prequel and all that, you know, you know, Wonder Woman has certain abilities in this film that's in the past that aren't really showcased whatsoever in the films that we've seen that are in present day. Oh my God, the, she. <laughs> just like hey i know how to do something and she just does it i said okay well she was like well she was like she, i've been training i've been training for 50 years and then the years or whatever she like fiddles with her hands and then it happens and i said and she she does like right. a, av, av, she does like an avatar the last airbender kind of thing. i was like all right i guess movie i don't know anyone um although i do i do think i this i, I really do wish i would i watch it i put I put the trailer on my laptop and then I put and I connected my laptop to my TV. It was still pretty good. It wasn't the 4K like I wanted, like from the uh, like they were like they're gonna do this weekend for HBO Max. But I do wish I would have saw it in theaters. Maybe I would have had maybe I would have had like a different outcome in theaters. I don't think I would. But I don't um, think I would either, to be honest. Yeah, I, feel mom, like I feel like I mean I love to see movies in theaters, but I feel like there's only like certain big moments in the movie where it would have really benefited. I and agree Mandy, with I, that. Like, all the trailers, yeah, that's it. This I agree with that. The, the the stuff that happens in the movie, as far as um, as far as action sequences, they you've seen them. So I yeah. mean, yeah, like I, I, I feel like that's part of just the delays part, just because it's been delayed so many times. Yeah. So it feels like there's not really anything new we can really see. Yeah, that was me though, because like I remember everyone was so hyped at DC Fandom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I feel absolutely nothing for this movie. And like, oh, I, you were like back then too, you were even yeah. Like, like I just didn't care for new content because a, you're giving the entire movie away, which they did, and then two, it just kept getting postponed and delayed and this yeah. and that. I'm like, you know what? Just release it already. Like, just do it. And then, see, my issue is that when we find when I finally get something. Like today, like I watched it, I was hyped the entire day. Like this was an Same. event. Yeah, yeah. This was an event. Like, you know what? I said that I wasn't hyped, but you know what? I'm so hyped right now. We're getting new content. Like I'm so excited. And then like I psyched myself out. Yeah. Poor Amanda wore the she wore the Wonder Woman shirt and everything. She I was did. excited. Oh my God. I don't have a Wonder Woman shirt. I have Batman, so I just wore the closest thing to like Wonder Woman. So I said, All right, I'm gonna throw on Batman. I have a Wonder I have Wonder Woman shirt too, yeah. so I'm not gonna act like I don't have one. I, I've been <laughs> one for plenty of time. No, I want one wholeheartedly. I would Dwayne walk around is too with too manly for a Wonder Woman mm-hmm. shirt. I have, I, I, even, I have a Captain Marvel sweater, but I don't have a Wonder Woman sweater. Oh, a sweater? You have a sw- whole How, sweater yeah, for Captain I'm, Marvel? I'm a, hoodie. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hoodie guy. Like right now enough, I'm wearing my Batman hoodie. Not for anything though, but you have a Captain Marvel sweater listen it's not brie larson's captain marvel it's like the comic even their comic book characters we're really going to put captain marvel over the top female comic book character come on i was at at maybe and it was there what do you want me to do i liked it and i said you know what i'm gonna buy it 
<laughs> Whatever works for you, Dwayne. I wore it, I, and I wore it when I walked when I went to go see Captain Marvel. I didn't like the movie, but I still wore it. I mean, I have a yeah. Captain Marvel shirt too, but I have. I have more. Everyone, so I'm like, why Megan hollered at then? Just well, because you don't have a Wonder Woman one. If you had Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, hey, we wouldn't have exactly, a problem. Exactly. exactly. Christmas exactly. is on third. There you go. We can fix it. It's on. It's Christmas Boxing on Friday. Sales. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know. Listen, Larry, do you have anything else to say about this movie? I feel like I just went on a rampage and you've been kind of quiet over there. What's going on? <laughs> well, I mean, no, I just <laughs> talk it in turns. I don't want to interrupt you uh, or sure, anybody else with their their opinions. <laughs> I said my piece. No, I mean, the CGI is bad, but what can I say? I, I expect it going into a DC film at this point. If it says DC before the logo or before the credits, I know the CGI is probably going to be a mess. And sure enough, it was this one though i mean i will admit it, <laughs> it took a step back from like birds of prey and shazam but i think those two also benefited from being smaller films with smaller budgets mm-hmm. so they yeah. went a lot more practical for those two um because yeah. let's be real the flying stuff in shazam also looks terrible but um <laughs> So um like, but this looked you know? this looked bad. But I mean I I I don't I didn't have a problem with Chris Pine. It happened pretty much exactly how I knew it was gonna happen with Chris Pine coming back, and so I was expecting it. I actually really liked what they did with Wonder Woman's character though, in kind of bringing her to a believable level. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything mm-hmm. more because that isn't hinted at in the trailer, mm-hmm. but they bring her to a level where you understand why she's not just killing everybody like this is this actually is a battle when she's a goddess um yeah at least for a a chunk of the yeah so i appreciated that and i appreciated that it came down to once again like a philosophical idea for her um and they they kind of do it in the first one but this one is much more direct like the first one that decision isn't quite left up to her steve trevor kind of makes that choice of I'll sacrifice and go. This time, her personal life puts her in a situation of making a hero choice on what she's going to do. And I like that, too. So I I, I just had fun. I think it's definitely not perfect. Um, the trailers, to me, depict the tone of the film decently well. So if you think the trailers look like a lot of fun, I think more likely than not, you'll have fun with the film. If you don't like bright and somewhat campy, you're not going to like the film. Well, let's I did go. expect a little bit. I did. Ex- I expected a little bit more '80s out of the movie. Yeah, but, that's, but, but still, I did. I think I got. I think it did capture the '80s vibe as a whole, like as a whole vibe. But I just fe- expected a little bit more '80s. Yeah, I. I really don't want like because I feel like the a movie a movie like this. This review will probably get a decent amount, like a decent amount of pe- of new people listening. So I don't want to give the impression that I'm one of those, nah, like I can't have happiness in my superhero movies and whatnot, or bright, because I've been campaigning for like a bright, like a, I, I would love Superman in this kind of world, right? Mm-hmm. Like a Superman in the same aesthetic that this movie tries to go for. I think Superman like desperately needs that because the casual audience is not connecting with Superman right now for whatever reason. And I think a, a, a movie with this kind of look and campy and aesthetic would benefit that character. But I don't think it's done well. That's why I just don't, I, I wasn't feeling it. So when the jokes and the stuff in the beginning was happening and the, and the, and the weird 
kind of editing and people and then uh, wonder woman's throwing a kid into some some bears and i'm just there was a tone shift it was just weird to me and i'm just like i just don't know how you go from the first movie listen here's my issue the first movie does not have this tone whatsoever Mm -hmm. and it did well people really really enjoyed it and then you just turn it around and completely give this new tone for this movie i said I don't think it works. But then you can make the argument, hey, Dwayne, you like you like Ragnarok. And and they had to change the tone for that movie because of the dark world and all that stuff. Yeah, but those that movie, those movies was not working with the audience. Wonder Woman, the first movie worked with the audience and everyone connected for the most part with that movie. And you didn't need to change anything, is my is my point as far as that. Thor desperately needed like a rehaul desperately oh, yeah, rehaul. and that's not what wonder woman needed wonder woman out of all the dc characters did not need a rehaul someone like a superman or like a whoever you know like a flash i don't know what the hell's flash doing but like someone like those <laughs> characters needed a rehaul and stuff like that i don't think this character needed the tone shift i just don't i just didn't feel i just didn't understand why we why you know yeah i just especially with her especially with where we leave her off in this obviously because then she's going to be well introduced to us as a whole as an audience in bvs like i mean the the tonal shift between wonder woman and then many years later in 1984 and then we see her again in bvs so i I mean i could definitely agree with you there that there may be a, a personality changes and tones and all that differences between the 80s and I guess present day, yeah. there, there is a bit, there it is a bit, little and bit. I get off. it, I get it. It's all it leaned on, it leaned on the nostalgic. Hey, because every, that's what everyone's trying to do now. When the Stranger Things got popping, they all oh, we all did this, you know. Eighties, um, nineties, everyone wants to go nostalgia. Captain Marvel tried with it, you know. I'm glad they didn't beat you over the freaking head with like eight, with like eighty songs. Like they did in like Captain Marvel, where every scene was like a new Destiny's Child or whatever kind of music playing in the background. But I, I, I just, I just was really let down. And I think this is a movie that we needed for this. I, I so this, this movie will make people happy, and that's completely fine. Um, I, I definitely think we needed this movie for this year. I don't think it would make sense to kind of come out with like some sad superhero movie. I, I, after this depressing year, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't give you hope, do no. it? No. So I, um, yeah, I thought the third act. Listen, people trashed the first movie's third act. Like they, they put it down as like one of the worst and blah blah blah, trash man and all this whatever thing that everyone says. I'm somebody who doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I think it's way too overhated. I think I hated this third act worse. I think there's way too much happening. I think there's, there's there's this scene with Pedro and Wonder Woman is talking and it's going on for like an hour. And I'm like, dude, like, can we get the ball rolling here? There's a kid running. There's people cheetahs doing something it's what is going on this was like i i don't know so i listen we're at 30 minutes i like the movie i'm sorry guys i really wanted to love it like I, I do i do have a question i guess it's more of a broad question for everyone you know it leads into what Dwayne was talking about with the third act ending and all that stuff just because of in recent lights we've heard patty jenkins come out and actually talk about the ending of the first film oh yeah, yeah, yeah and all that 
and how she talked about, you know, there was a studio interference. She didn't really want that third act, mm-hmm. you know, with the stuff with Aries and all that. She wanted it to be much more smaller scale. Do you feel like so is that uh, what happened here? Studio... <laughs> well, so I'm, well, the reverse, I would say, like, do you think that maybe the lack of studio interference is why we got this third act? Because maybe Patty mm-hmm. Jenkins wanted this to be the third act and maybe there should have been pushback or, awesome. you know, awesome saying poses is, a question well, all, saying. all I'm saying is, is that, listen, Patty's walking. Clearly she's out of here. So she's going to go do her Star <laughs> Wars stuff. She already said earlier in the week that, listen, I don't know if I'm doing one or woman three. All right. She, so you already said it. She's, she's out of here. She's gone. So here's my thing. We have a studio that just does not get it. Like as far as like talking to people, communication, whatever. And all I'm saying is that these new DCEU movies, although they're better to me, they are adapting a lot from the MCU. Now, Birds of Prey is a little bit of an aberration because I think Kathy Ann did most of like, did her thing with that movie as far as like making it her own thing and whatnot. And I don't really have any comparisons to other movies with Birds of Prey as far as like MCU or other superhero movies. But when we get into like Shazam's, the tone is completely shifted to a more jokester kind of stuff. When we get into the the reshoots of Justice League, it was definitely tone shifted. When we get into Aquaman, it's definitely, hey, this is more happy. And oh, yeah, I feel definitely. like they told Patty, hey, listen, let's, let's brighten up the color palette here. Let's throw in some colors. Let's put in some slapstick jokes. And can you please help us? And I guess Patty said fine. And she's walking back to she's walking to Disney to do Star Wars now. So I don't know. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that I appreciated, although it wasn't my favorites, I appreciated that the DCEU felt different than the MCU. This movie felt very early, bad MCU stuff that I just didn't enjoy. So it, the movie should have been a two hours and ten minute tops. It's like two hours and a half for whatever reason. There's two villains in here. One of them is not needed. Sorry, Kristen Wiig. It's sad, but it's, it's true. Because, like, I mean, she does such an iconic Wonder Woman exactly. villain. And she's kind of just She, she could have been. And, she could, and so was Black. And I had the same issue with Black Manta and Aquaman. Like, he's such a... He's like... He beats the hell out of Aquaman all the time. And then he just... He just doesn't. And the first one, he just gets handled once. You got Yaya Abdul Mateen. He's like everyone loves him, and he's just a geek. So in this movie, Chris is not a. Cheetah uh, wasn't a geek, but no. she she just she just vanishes at the end. Um, and halfway into the movie, yeah. it's just it's just the setup for everything was just just bad, and I don't know. The CGI of Cheetah is, is the rough yeah. part, I feel like, the most rough part of the whole experience. Because, I mean, it does no, invoke the, wrath, uh, the remnants no. of Cheetah. I, 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 I thought the that. flying CGI was way worse than Cheetah. I thought Cheetah looked all right. I thought that flying CGI was the worst. I, think, I guess, oh, well, yeah. I guess the I mean, Cheetah to me wasn't so jarring because no, I saw it at DC Fandom. When Gal is flying, I said, dude, w- did I get the wrong copy? Did, 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 did they sneak something else into this screener or just like an unfinished? I don't know. Is uh, I'm not going to be here. Oh, maybe they can finish it by Friday. It ain't happened. This is it. So, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I remember I really I, I did not want to be the guy 
today. And I really like, I had a rough day for a lot of reasons and I wanted this movie to pull me out of that rough day and it just did not. And maybe my rough day kind of reflected on how I feel about the movie. I honestly don't think it did just because like, this is, I was just baffled half half of the movie. So all I was saying towards at the end of this is that I wanted to like it and I just didn't. And I'm sad. Do, uh, do you think that Wonder Woman three is going to be present day or do you think it's going to be like the nineties or uh, the two thousand nineteen ninety four? She pops yeah. up again, even though like it was supposed to be the whole, like she disappeared ever since the first, you know, world war. And then she just pops up again and be, yeah, like, like the movie ended. And I was like, where did we go from here? Like, you know, like the DCEU Wonder Woman, where's, where does all this kind of fit in? With the today's stories, I guess. I feel like it has to be in the future. Yeah, I feel like it has. Well, or present yeah. day. I, it, it, say, I mean, it's always just tricky one. though, because if you had this story in present day, you'd be like, "Where the hell's the Justice League?" Like this, yeah. this well, is exactly. a worldwide catastrophe. Where the hell is everyone else? So they yeah, have to, that, I mean, a story I, like this has to happen in the eighties when yeah. you know Superman hasn't come to Earth or figured himself out. Batman is a baby, you know. Like, <laughs> so it can't happen today. But that happens a lot in the that happens a lot over on the other side. Like, listen, when I'm watching Winter Soldier and this fucking DC is getting demolished, I'm like, dude, where is anybody? Can anybody come help him or something? Far from home, this poor London Bridge is getting destroyed. Where, where is Thor? <laughs> well, it's like uh, it's like Ant Man when and Ant Man when he, when Ant Man goes to the Avengers t- build it, building and the only one there's Falcon. Okay, and everyone just vanished. I said, okay, I mean, they at least try in Marvel. Uh, I mean, Spider Man yeah. asks for them, and Nick Fury is just like, no, they're yeah. all yeah. oh, over here. I mean, at least they give an excuse as to why they can't show up. Um, yeah, I just be like, Nick, is he really off world? He can't come here for two minutes. What, Thor? Just like, yeah, I just Thor come here. Uh, you know, Thor's got his own oh, business. Captain Marvel, she was gone for like decades, so she's chilling off in some other universe. Zero fucks about what was happening. She don't care about Earth. (laughs) Tell me, Thor can just bifrost his way over there to to like London and help him. This is ridiculous. Who's worried about like Hulk and stuff? He's got problems. Even Tyler, like Tyler, will relate to me for this. The Spider-Man video game, New York is just catastrophe, and no one is here. (laughs) I said, "There's no I'm I'm swinging by Doctor Strange's house, and he's not there. That's the I I didn't I didn't know if you were talking about the original game or the Miles Morales (laughs) because. Because my well, well yeah well in Miles Morales Peter was like I'm all I will be back and Miles Morales tells him no swinging, like I'm, I'll deal with this I'm on my own the, I'm like I'm swinging by the Wakandan en- embassy and there's this this, this this Black Panther is nowhere to be found they're talking about like Iron Man and I guess they're West Coast or whatever I know I'm a well the well the Avengers Tower is literally in the city <laughs> you swing by it I ju- I've jumped off it a thousand times where am I where is my help I get it it's I mean this is what happens when you have a universe. I do hope I do hope that whether it be Patty Jenkins or they bring in someone else to be the director slash writer for Wonder Woman three, whatever they end up calling it. I hope like I hope that it's in the present day and uh I guess we'll see how present day Wonder Woman will be, especially after, you know, Justice League, whether you know, whichever cut, you know, we end up seeing this because I guess technically that's the last time we saw her in present day with the rest of the justice. Yeah. I mean, and maybe, uh, maybe Patty is not a great writer. 
because uh, she did not write the first That's Wonder true. Woman. She just maybe you're it. right. No, maybe so, I mean maybe she she should have had we should have had somebody it? else punch up this script at least. Who wrote it? The original yeah. Ellen Heinberg. I forget it who it was. Yeah. He had like a story yeah, credit. Yeah, exactly. It was Ellen Heinberg who wrote, who's like the main credit. Okay. And he's yeah. not, he's this not credited Patty on this Jeff one. John. Yeah, yeah Patty wrote it and Jeff Johns. The issue? Is was, it, sorry. No, I'm saying the issue is if I've noticed that even with like all like comic book films, like I remember watching, I think it was Homecoming and mm. they had like 10 writers for that screenplay so i think if it's more than one it just gets messy because there's so many ideas and then it doesn't connect and that's exactly what happened with this one and i think it's and i really do i think once again we talked about how patty gets wonder woman as a character and the tone of Mm -hmm. her as a character and i think if she had just been left to focus on directing the film and capturing that instead of writing because i do think most of my issues come with the writing is that the story is is it's too jumbled uh and it Mm -hmm. doesn't quite work um i think that's the problem so maybe she's just not she shouldn't be writing the screenplays you're not everyone has to be both people you don't have to be writer (laughs) and director i promise (laughs) yeah we'll have to see i guess what what the future holds for her rogue squadron movie whether she's writing and directing well after this god forbid Please let her let her. <laughs> uh, so that that the one this seeing this is uh kind of flamed out your excitement for her Star Wars. Yes, movie. like I just look at this in a whole new light. I if just she's I just don't know. It, though. I yeah I, I don't know because I I look at the first one I look at how so how so like tight and just like everything seems together and flows so well and then I throw this I I can I can't imagine doing a double feature because you just that one is so. It's my favorite DCEU movie. I've seen it a, a thousand times, and it just—it's so good and so focused and so put together. And this one just feels like we got some plot points, we got some puzzles that are unfitting. We got that cool she armor, that cool that's, armor never, that's never seen that again. She just wears, lands, and Once. vanishes. The helmet's gone. It's. I did one. I did think it would be interesting how they just. I guess she just wears it. You only wear it once, and then you just never wear it again. She just wrapped it up again, like for the future. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And then there was a lot of. There's a lot of bad wire work. I noticed too when she's running, and it's just that she's not on the floor. <laughs> well, that's the, well, that's the goofy part of those scenes is the running her the running scenes with Diana, especially when it's like straight yeah, that on. Shot? Like, you know. Wow. Yeah, like well, I've I've watched the Flash on the CW, and, it yes. and I even said that, and I I turned to my mother, and I said, "Dude, this feels very Supergirl edit weird. Like it's like she's it's like she's it's it's like the budget was cut down. Hey, she didn't fly on camera, but she landed. Look at her landing, and I'm like, oh." I'd- I just think of that goofy shot of I always feel bad because I you know I do love Wonder Woman but I do think that the final shot of Wonder Woman's goofy where she's like floating towards the screen. Oof, yeah, I don't know. All right, um, I, I'm I I don't want to I I don't want to be here too long to bash this movie. I'm sorry, guys. My final, if I had to give it a grade, if you go on my letterbox, I give it two and a half stars. I'd probably give it like a C, and that's it. Sorry, guys. I I really am. Uh, Larry, any final thoughts on Wonder Woman? 
I had fun. Uh, and I think I think overall people are going to have fun with it. It's definitely not amazing. It has quite a few faults, as we've discussed. But I think it accomplishes what it, it seeks to accomplish well enough to have a good time with. So I liked it. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Um, Tyler, what about you? Any final thoughts? Yeah, like I, I kind of echo some of the things that Larry says. I think that people overall as a whole will have fun with it. That's definitely messy it's definitely a messy superhero film but there are some positives to be had here uh, i just hope that maybe in the future they'll be fixed whether it be you know whoever it's by but it's it's okay i mean it's a it's a decent superhero film i mean it's been a while since we've seen a superhero film so it was at least nice to get back to seeing them again okay and um let's go to mando what about you any final thoughts yeah like they said it's it's going to be a blast for everyone and it's new content more importantly it's a new comic book film like tyler said so um Mm -hmm. people are just gonna have fun with it it's lighthearted at the beginning and then that's how it's gonna bring people in and then it just it gets tedious right after that and people aren't gonna care because there's the jokes and you know you had Chris Pine and he's nice to look at and the whole cast is nice to look at basically. So you're just going to have a blast with them interacting basically. So majority of people will like it. And uh, I'm sorry that I don't. <laughs> but, but yeah, Dwayne, speaking of superhero films, isn't this, I think technically, isn't this your first superhero film this year since Bloodshot? Oh, why'd you have to go? Why'd you have to do the deep, the deep <laughs> cut? I won't, I won't be a geek and be like, oh, well, I enjoyed Dub Bloodshot. No, this movie is not terrible. But all right, I want to hear you guys' rankings now. Um, I'll go first since I have it up, and I'm, and maybe you guys have to hop onto letter. Uh, yeah, letterbox and yeah. stuff. But, um, oh, I'm like, am um, I gonna spoil my own ranking before I post my video, Dwayne? Oh, you don't <laughs> have to. I get it. It's fine. If, I mean, I am a YouTuber. I have to rank the DC yeah, films, don't it's, I? It's, it's like it's like contractually obligated if you're on film too. I'm not going to. Well, I'm not a YouTuber, so uh, my ranking is number one is Wonder Woman, 2017. Um, Birds of Prey is number two. Number three is Shazam. Number four is Aquaman. Number five is Man of Steel. Number six is Wonder Woman 1984. Number seven is BBS. Sorry, Amanda. Uh, number six, number eight is Suicide Squad. Number nine is that movie. Um, <laughs> the orange screen movie is what I'll call it. Uh, <laughs> I'll go, I'll go. Um, is anyone else? Does anyone else want to share their rating? Larry, are you kidding me? You're not gonna really. You're not uh, gonna no, say I will. I will. Okay. Nobody watches my channel. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, so we we started off strong and together, Dwayne. Uh, number one, I have Wonder Woman. Number two, I have Birds of Prey. Number okay. three, I have Shazam. Then, then, then we divert heavily. Number four, I have Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, number what? five, I have Aquaman. Number six, I have Man of Steel. Seven, Justice League. <laughs> At seven, eight Suicide Squad, and I'm sorry, uh, Amanda. Batman v Superman. Larry, Larry, my love, please. How the hell did you get Justice League Bruh. is better than BVS? If you asked me which one I'd rather watch right now, it would Batman. be Justice League nine out of ten times. Batman v Superman is I such a slog that I never feel like putting on. It's I need to leave. <laughs> I don't care. If it's the <laughs> ultimate edition or the regular one, the, the ultimate, 
the ultimate edition just gives us Ben Affleck's booty, and that's about the only that ad is for the enjoyment. good thing there, Larry. What's wrong? No, I'm joking. That's, the, that's <laughs> the only ad, the only plus one. <laughs> Sorry, man. See, I should have been on that versus with you, man. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Does anybody else have a rating? I don't know what Larry's talking about. Tyler, you got a rating? I can. I I, I can do mine. I suppose mine is uh, number one. I of course I have the original Wonder Woman. Uh, Number two, I have Shazam. Uh, Number three, I have Birds of Prey. Uh, Number four, I have Wonder Woman. And then Aquaman, uh, Man, then Man of Steel, uh, BBS, and uh, Justice League, and then in last place. Tyler, Amanda, I'm bring so happy we have the same films no. in the top six, Tyler. Amanda. Yeah, I, once, so I heard, once I heard Larry's, I was Amanda. like, oh, wow. We really yeah. like, I'm going to go next. Amanda, and yours bring... is totally different, Amanda. So oh, let's hear it. But the, no. thing, but the thing is, it's not like it's not like I dislike Zack no. Snyder that much. But like it's it's like I think I do like actually some of the films in there. Just because they're lower doesn't mean I dislike mm. them I entirely. Man, to bring it home, animation please. is so, the best film to me. <laughs> My top three are very different. off. Like I'm not joking. The way that I rank these, I have no idea why I did it this way. So, number one, obviously, I have BBS, Dawn of Justice, Ultimate Edition. I have Shazam at number two. I have Birds of Prey at number three. I have Wonder Woman uh, 2017 at number four. Man of Steel at number five. Aquaman at number six. Oh, thank God. Wonder Woman's down there. Wonder Woman 1984, seventh. Justice League eighth, and then Suicide Squad ninth. Yeah, actually, we really hate Suicide Squad, huh? I, I mean, I have that. I'm really shocked. Yeah. Man of Steel was so low on yours, Amanda. I expected it higher, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fair enough. I always play with like that and Wonder Woman, like four or five, yeah. but it's in the top five regardless because they're so good. Yeah, I um, I didn't realize so many people hated Suicide Squad over Justice League. I just think Justice League is a is a monstrosity of a film, like just all around. At least, at least, I can bop to the Suicide Squad album. At least, okay, I got nothing. Whatever, Tyler. I got nothing with I got nothing with Justice League. Nothing. I got nothing. You got Dwayne. He's calling you Alex. I know, because I, because I'm always yelling at Alex too. But I got nothing. Just I got some orange tint, and I got some, some, some jokes from Momoa talking about ropes and shit. It's not, it's not canon anymore, so like it doesn't matter. Amanda, what are you going to do when I put CS Justice League at number ten next year? That's the real question. When it comes in at dead last. I'm Beneath gonna, the Joss Whedon monstrosity. I'm going to fight you. That's what <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. She said straight up, it's on site. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Done, man. Um, all right. All right, everyone. That is it for our review for Wonder Woman 1984. Um, if you listened this far, I really appreciate it. If you just if you heard my thoughts, said ah fuck this loser and and, and vanished. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for understanding opinions. And thank you guys for hearing us all out. We had very different opinions all over this this chat, and I'm happy for that. Um, I'll go around getting on social medias and plugs in. I'll start with Larry. Let everyone know they can follow you. You can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. All right. And Tyler. 
Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Tyler Calvert and Twitter and Instagram at it's Tyler Calvert. And Amanda. Yeah, you can find me at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And then you can find me on YouTube over at Candid Cinema. Alrighty, guys. My name is Dwayne. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. Instagram, Cinemaniac1994. The podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. As far as schedule goes, uh, I think Hannah and I do have a live show tomorrow. We couldn't do one today because today I had this movie and I had to review it. And I also have Soul tomorrow, a review for that. Um, and then uh, it's the holidays, so spend time with your families. Um, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. That was Amanda. That was Tyler. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.